from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSEN, the sports betting network. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSEN, the sports betting network. You can always follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Like two weeks are left in the NBA's regular season, about six, seven games uh, for most of these teams. And you know, playoff seating on the line and, and include and not just seating, but also just an opportunity to get in to the playoffs just in the Western Conference, at least not in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Clippers are a team that is firmly in their spot in the standings. They're they're the eighth seed. They're going to be in the play in tournament. They can't get out of the play in tournament. They're not going to better themselves. They're not going to get worse. They had lost. What was it? Five straight games. It just it's it was a, a nice losing streak for the Clippers. Paul George makes his return, and the thought process was he's going to be on an, uh, a minutes restriction. This is his first game back. The Jazz they were moved from like a one point dog. They were actually a point and a half favorite, and the Jazz were up twenty five points in this game. The Jazz, who are battling right now to avoid being the sixth seed. They're the five seed right now. And two games back of Dallas for the four seed, currently tied with Denver for the sixth seed. And they had a 25-point lead on the Clippers. A dominant fourth quarter by L.A. Really fueled by Paul George who had 20 points in the third quarter. Paul George finishes with 34 points on 10 of 20 shooting in 31 minutes of game time as the Clippers erase a 25-point deficit to beat the Jazz. And I tweeted out, you know, and I was kind of half-joking but half-serious when I said, get your Clippers futures in now. This team... They go into the play-in tournament, and they go, let's say, to Minnesota, which is likely where it's going to be. They're going to win that game. With the healthy Paul George looking like this, he became the first player in NBA history to score 30 points in his first game after missing the previous 30 games, at least. 
Clippers are going to win the 7-8 matchup with the Timberwolves. They'll be the seventh seed. And Clippers and Grizzlies in the first round? That is not a prize for the Grizzlies for finishing with the second best record in the NBA. That's not your prize to get now a Clippers team that's getting healthy with Paul George back scoring, you know, 30-something points in 30 minutes. And then there's the Lakers, who lose to the Mavericks. They allowed 82 points in the first half of this game. They lose by 18, a valiant effort in the fourth quarter, but still wasn't going to cover. And now the Lakers find themselves on the outside looking in. They're the 11th seed. San Antonio has the tiebreaker over them. So the Spurs are currently the 10. The Lakers' schedule down the stretch of the season is daunting. The Spurs don't exactly have an easy schedule down the stretch. But let's just take a look at where we think wins are going to come. So the Spurs play the Grizzlies. They're six-point dogs here on Wednesday. Let's give them a loss. Even though they could win, but we'll give them a loss. Then they play Portland back-to-back. Both games are in San Antonio. They will be favored heavily in both of those games, and they will win both of those games. Then they're at Denver. They'll be a dog. They'll be at Minnesota. They'll be a dog. Home against the Warriors. They'll be a dog. Although, is Golden State going to play anybody in that game? Uh, And then at Dallas, they'll be a dog. So let's just say that they'll have two wins for the remainder of the season. We're going to give them a loss in every game that they're an underdog in. So they lose to Memphis, they lose to Denver, they lose to Minnesota, lose to Golden State, lose to Dallas, but they win those two games against Portland. That means that in order for the Lakers to make the playoffs, they can't just tie them with two wins. They need to have three wins to surpass them. Because again, the Spurs have the tiebreaker. And right now, both teams are sitting here with identical 31 and 44 records, a 413 winning percentage. But like I said, Spurs have the tiebreaker. Three wins for the Lakers. Play along at home. Let's try to find them. At Utah, they are underdogs. Home against New Orleans, they might be favored. Although, Zion might be back in that game. He traveled with the team. He's with them in Portland. We know that the the Pelicans right now, I mean, they just beat the Lakers coming back from 23 points down. Uh, They're the nine seed. They're ahead of the Lakers uh, right now. They're ahead of the Spurs as well. So, Not exactly an easy game, but it is in L.A. Lakers might be favored. Home against Denver. Got to think the Lakers are dogs there. And think about how important that game is going to be for Denver. Denver right now, just two games up on Minnesota for the seven. They're tied with Utah for the five. That race is going to get heated. At Phoenix. I keep thinking that the Suns are going to wind up resting players down the stretch. They got nothing to play for, but yet this team is just all gas, no break. And they keep winning. So when the Lakers go to Phoenix, maybe it's Devin Booker and company wanting to give a knockout blow to LA. Now the Warriors game at Golden State, maybe the Warriors are resting players. Although, Golden State right now, because of this slump that they've been in, they're only one game up on Dallas for the four seed. They need some wins here. That game might be of importance to the Golden State Warriors. So you might get everybody playing in that game. Then the Lakers host OKC. 
they'll be favored in that game. Then at Denver, final game of the season, again, what's Denver playing for? Lakers will probably be dogs. I only see one win for the Lakers the rest of the season. Maybe two. If we just say that they win the games they're favored in. But can we find three wins for this team to make the playoffs? And is LeBron James going to play? Or is he going to use this as the excuse like, hey, you know what? This season ain't working out. I'm not pushing myself. And we're not making the playoffs. I don't want to get blamed for this. Whatever. I'm out. Not playing. But I don't see the three wins. And I said it weeks ago, a month ago, whenever I said it. I said the Lakers not only aren't even going to make the playoffs, they're not going to make the play-in tournament. And it has come true as this team has just continued to lose and lose, and lose. <laughs> and the future is just ugly. They don't have a draft pick this year. They're going to be in the lottery. If their pick is 1 through 10, it goes to New Orleans. And it, if it's not 1 through 10, 11 through 30 goes to Memphis. <laughs> and then their second round pick goes to a, one of three teams. Good luck. That Obviously, they're going to want to trade Russell Westbrook, but who the heck is taking Russell Westbrook? He's coming off arguably his worst season. He's gonna. He has a. Play, he's picking up his player option, so he's going to make forty-seven million dollars next year. So unless the Lakers can get a team to, you know, give them a draft pick for him, and in exchange pick up the salary. I don't know. I mean, it's an expiring contract, so I guess that's attractive. But no team is picking up 47 mil. Especially not with draft compensation. You see, usually an expiring contract deal like that is attractive because you're going to kick in draft picks to get that money off your books. So you say, hey, take his $47 million contract and here's a first round pick to go along with it. But the Lakers don't have any picks. They're trying to get picks. Future looks awful for this franchise. Just awful. And they are a total fade for the rest of this season. They might not even win one game. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bet OKC in that game when they play the Thunder. We'll continue the NBA conversation coming up next. Speaking of those uh, Memphis Grizzlies that could line up with the uh, Clippers in the postseason. Uh, coming up next, Jessica Benson from uh, the Grizzlies. She does the pre-halftime post. Uh, she will join us. Talk about this team, their incredible success without John Morant, and, yes, the potential of them lining up against the Clippers in the playoffs. It's coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. You know, lost in uh, the incredible finish that we saw between the Bucks and the Sixers. You know, Giannis gets the block of Embiid that was originally called goaltending, but then it was overturned. It was a clean block, so really good review there. Um, James Harden, that that shot was just pathetic. What what was nine seconds left, and he takes a contested step back three pointer that didn't even hit the rim, just clanked off the side of the backboard. That's one of them. That's an awful final possession there. Just absolutely awful. And it just reaffirmed all my thoughts about why I'm going to be fading the Sixers down the stretch. I mean, down the like, well, in the playoffs. It's the same reason why I was fading the Nets in the playoffs. And yes, I know, Kevin Durant with the foot, we know, whatever. But still, James Harden's not a championship player. Great player. No one's denying his talent. He's fantastic. But he always comes up short in big moments. He had the disappearing act in that game six a few years ago. And then, look, the game's on the line here. Nine seconds left. Run your offense. Do something. Don't take a step-back contested three with a hand in your face and don't even come close to hitting the rim. He was lucky Embiid got the rebound there. And then, yeah, Giannis with a great play to block the putback. This should have never been in that situation. So... Keep that in mind as you look throughout the uh, playoffs here in the Eastern Conference. Uh, but let's talk about the playoffs in the Western Conference. Right now, the uh, Phoenix Suns, obviously the one seed. The Grizzlies, though, are your two seed. And let's uh, welcome in now Jessica Benson from the Memphis Grizzlies, the pre-half post-game uh, show. Also, Grind City Media doing a little show there. Uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies Media Network. Jessica, let's start with the team's performance without John Morant, now 18-2 on the season without their star player. What do you attribute to this team's success without their best player on the floor? I'm going to revert to John Morant's tweet about this after their win over the Warriors. And it was just the shrug emoji and a smiling emoji with a picture of him (laughs) cheering on his teammates from afar. It's wild, right? Like, it's one of those stats where, you know, people have said, I've never seen anything like this. And it just speaks to the depth that this Grizzlies team has. It certainly does not mean that this is a team that is better without John Morant. That's just silly it means that this is a team of a bunch of underrated guys and it really comes down to the system being so good defensively offensively they share the ball very well if anything maybe they get in their offense a little bit quicker when John Morant isn't out there just because he is such a tremendous one-on-one individual player but also defensively it's just their ability to really do the dirty stuff that makes them so difficult they were up 20 on the Bucks the other night and Jaron Jackson Jr. is diving for a loose ball in the fourth quarter like that's so indicative of what this team is all about so it's the coaching staff doing a good job with strategy with development 
all the small details that have made this Grizzlies team into the true contender that it is this season. What's been the message from Taylor Jenkins? Because down the stretch here, with only a few games left, they're pretty much locked into where they're going to be. They're not going to lose the two seed, and obviously the one seed's over with. So, you know, there could be a mentality that maybe you rest guys going down the stretch, but this team has won 9 out of 10, and they don't look like they're slowing down. No, absolutely not. They have the culture that's built in where every single guy who ends up on the court is going after a win. Even seeing a player like Xavier Tillman Sr., who has been far out of the rotation for most of this season, but as Brandon Clark has rested a couple games, Jaron Jackson Jr. sat out against the Warriors. Xavier Tillman's been in there gobbling up rebounds, getting putbacks of his own, and just inserting himself, and I hate to be a broken record, but going back to the system. And really, I think it's just the overall attitude of this Grizzlies team. They're young, they're hungry. It's not like they're a bunch of super veteran-laden players who might need a little bit more rest. Like, they've got bounds of energy to take in to finishing off the regular season strong and heading into a postseason where the goals for this team have been a you know a championship contending team from the beginning that sounded maybe a little wild early on but at this point it really does feel like a reality as the Grizzlies have the second best record in the NBA next to the Phoenix Suns. Let's talk about Triple J. You know, Jessica, we're his biggest fans here at VSIN. We all want him to win Defensive Player of the Year to cash those tickets. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Marcus Smart and other guys, Giannis, Rudy Gobert, of course. But this dude has 30 more blocks than anybody this season. What's been the conversation around him from his teammates and the coaching staff about his candidacy as the Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, you certainly hear his teammates, Taylor Jenkins, continuing to hype up that candidacy, and his play continues to back it up. I mean, defensively, he is stellar. He is the anchor of a top-six defense, like you said, the NBA's block leader, both in total blocks and then averaging over two a game, and he's going to set the single-season block record here in Memphis, which will overtake Pau Gasol's former record. And we talked about it the last time we caught up. Like, this is a guy who so embraces his versatility of being able to guard inside, outside, against the Nets the other night you saw him switch on to Kyrie for this great defensive sequence that just embodies who Jaron is as a defender sure some foul issues have reemerged, but the foul rate is up around the league so I'm not sure how much to take into that and he hasn't fouled out of a game all month which is great to see and kind of reinforces that notion that you just have to play him because he's so important as the anchor of this team defensively also offensively his three-point shooting has been better in the month of March uh, he's shooting 36 percent from game to game offensively it's a little more unpredictable but you can certainly lean on that defense and it's defensive player of the year type quality from Jaron this season let's talk about the playoff picture here uh, which team in the play-in tournament that could get the seven seed and line up with the Grizzlies in the first round would give them the biggest fits a lot of people are quick to say the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I get it. They are playing remarkably well, and it's a team that's given the Grizzlies fits in the regular season. They've split their regular season series two and two. Carl Anthony Towns and Jaron Jackson Jr. make for a fun little matchup. The thought of Dylan Brooks defensively, what he could do against Anthony Edwards. But I am not counting out this Clippers team. And as they get Paul George back into the mix tonight, this is a team that has already fought its way to the postseason without George, without Kawhi Leonard. And even looking back to last year, it's the Clippers made the Western Conference Finals last season and got there despite not having Kawhi against the Jazz in games five and six. They have that veteran presence with Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, and then the younger guys who have really grown into their roles like a Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, and also I'm not counting out Ty Lue as a coach in that situation. So that makes me a little nervous, but it's funny here in Memphis as, as you look at some of those potential opponents and you get a little fearful it's kind of been a flip of a script because now the grizzlies are the feared like mm -hmm. they're they're the two seed they've locked it up and so kind of taking that a1 predator approach as opposed to looking at a potential opponent as ooh, they might be able to get you what's the response when people say that this team is still a year away i think it's fair-ish just from a sense of they haven't proven themselves in the playoffs that's really the only knock that you can take to them but they're not a fluke like this isn't just a situation where they've had some favorable matchups like we said they're 18 and 2 when John Morant doesn't play and that's not even taking into account that they have John Morant who makes them infinitely better and is one of the most exciting dynamic 
crazy good players in the league right now. And I think what people miss, one, because Memphis is a small market, so you're not getting an opportunity to see them all the time. But this team's ability to quickly demoralize an opponent is one of those intangibles. Like, against the Warriors the other night. They scored 20 points in a very yucky first quarter. And then, bam, they go off for 43 in the second quarter, lead by 26 at half, and it's a blink-and-you-miss-it kind of deal. Yes, the Warriors were without their star players, but the Grizzlies were without not only John Morant, but also Jaron Jackson Jr. in that game. And we saw that against the Milwaukee Bucks, against the Nets on that nationally televised ESPN last week with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Uh, This team just consistently finds ways to not just win games, but win games big right now. Jessica, appreciate the time and the conversation. Good luck down the stretch, and we'll talk to you again as we get into the playoffs. Thanks so much. Absolutely. She's Jessica Benson. Follow her on Twitter at uh, Jessica Benson TV. She, uh, Jess Benson TV on Twitter. She's the host for the Memphis Grizzlies. Also, Grind City Media does a morning show for them for the Grizzlies Media Network. And yeah, I think that. It's got to be the Clippers with the healthy Paul George. And, you know, she mentioned Ty Lue, little experience there coaching. But I think this Clippers team could be dangerous uh, with Paul George now in the postseason. And the Grizzlies should be on alert if uh, the Clippers do win that 7-8 game and wind up as the seventh seed. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R. want to talk a little bit more about uh, some Major League Baseball futures that I'm taking a look at uh, for this upcoming season. And then we got to get into the hockey and the NBA plays coming up here for Wednesday as well. So, yeah, some futures in the NBA, maybe some win totals, uh, but definitely want to take a look at the awards market coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on v Breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And I was doing my uh, baseball homework as we prepare for the Major League Baseball season. I can't wait for it to start. I love baseball. It's my best betting sport. Um, Going to be bringing back the play of the day, most likely, and just looking to just go on a tear this baseball season. I, I, I can't wait. I'm so tired of losing money on basketball. I just just get me to baseball. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, I do love baseball. It's my first love. And I was thinking about, yes, there are win totals that I like. Um, I like the Phillies over 85 and a half wins. I like the Blue Jays over uh, 91 and a half. You can get that at MGM. It was 92 and a half pretty much everywhere else. So it's important. You got to shop around when you're looking for these win totals, but also shop around when you're looking for odds in the awards market. You might find that one book has a player at 50 to one to win an award, whether it's the Cy Young or the MVP or rookie of the year. And you might look at another book and that same player is 65 to one. So shop around and try and find the best odds where you can get the most bang for your buck because you're going to lay out your money for several months. You know, you're, you're laying your money out now in at the end of March and you ain't getting paid <laughs> until October. So you want bang for your buck here. And yes, it, it might be a difference between, yeah. 50 to 1 or 65 to 1. It's, it's, it's a tremendous difference depending on where you look on certain bets. Um, I have basically a bunch of futures basically for the awards in every league. Like AL Cy Young, NL Cy Young, AL MVP, NL MVP. Uh, I'm pretty locked into where I'm going. I, I'm going to buy low on Cody Bellinger for the National League MVP 
This is a guy that won an MVP just a couple of seasons ago. He's coming off of a terrible year. He's in the best lineup in all of baseball. If he has a bounce back year and just gets back to form, he's going to be in the mix. And he's at 60 to 1 right now to be the National League most valuable player. My AL MVP, this is where you got to shop around. I've seen him at 50 to 1. I've seen him at 65 to 1. And it's also a bounce back redemption candidate. Eloy Jimenez of the Chicago White Sox. As a rookie in 2019, he hit 31 home runs in 122 games. In the COVID-shortened year, he hit 14 home runs in 55 games. He missed four months last year with an injury. He only had 10 home runs. It only took him, he had back-to-back multiple home run games, though. So this guy has the potential. In 232 career games, Eloy Jimenez has 55 home runs. If you extrapolate that out to a 162-game pace, that's 38 home runs in a 162-game pace. He's 25 years old. In a lineup that is probably the eh, maybe the third best lineup in baseball, I'd go Blue Jays-Dodgers or Dodgers-Blue Jays, whichever way you want to go, and then White Sox. Tim Anderson, Yoan Moncada, Jose Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Luis Robert, Yasmani Grandal, this lineup stacked. In that lineup, you can't pitch around him. He has the potential to go 4,100. Easily 4,100. He might lead the made, he might lead the American League in home runs this year. And just, you know, taking a look at him the potential that he has coming off of the injury, as great as he was before the injury. 65-1 to to be the American League MVP. Sign me up. I'm jumping on that. Absolutely jumping on that. Let's take a look at uh, Cy Young. I'm going with two very, very long shots. The first one is... Um, Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard in the American League at William Hill, he's 100 to 1. I really hope it's still there when I go to place this bet. But this is a guy who has the stuff to be the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's had incredible numbers over the past you know, over his entire career, the injury, yes, shortened season, you know, he's been hurt. He's two years removed now from Tommy John surgery. But let's just look at some of his numbers here in terms of uh, the strikeout numbers, strikeouts per innings pitched. In 2016, when he was an all-star, and he finished eighth in the Cy Young voting. 218 strikeouts in 183 innings. Pretty good. He went 14 and 9. Uh, the following year, injury year, you know, discount that. Comes back, 155 strikeouts, 154 innings. Then 202 strikeouts in 197 innings. ERA. Uh, ERA plus, I should say, you know, it's adjusted to ballparks. 2.29 in 2016, 2.80 in 2018, went up to 3.6. Tommy John surgery, two years removed now. He looked good in his spring spring, uh, debut. And 
Joe Madden said there's no innings restrictions on him this season. Look, it's a long shot bet for a reason, but all you want when it comes to these long shot awards is, is there a path to get there? Are you live? And I think that Noah Syndergaard has a chance to be live this season. And my National League bet, I currently found him at one of the online books, 95-1 to to win the NL Cy Young. And it's Ranger Suarez of the Phillies. When he went into the rotation, he became a game changer. In 2021, he made 12 starts. He pitched 65 and two-thirds innings, which is the equivalent of the average starts and numbers for a pitcher in the 2020 shortened season, right? In the 2020 shortened season, pitchers made 12 starts and threw 69 innings, starters. So he was right around for the average. So in that shortened season, Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young. He made 11 starts, had a 1.73 ERA in 73 innings pitched with a 2.88 FIP, fielding independent pitching. Ranger Suarez, in his 12 starts last season, 65.2 innings pitched, a 1.51 ERA, and a 2.35 fielding independent pitching. 8.91 strikeouts per nine innings, 2.6 walks per nine, and it's just... The numbers are incredible. 56.7% ground ball rate. A .295 BABIP. 16.4% line drive rate, which is all lower than than Bauer that year. His numbers in the strike shorten in the uh, in the COVID shortened season wins the Cy Young. Um, last season was incredible moving into the rotation this year I think he's only going to be better 95 to 1 yes please I'm Scott Seidenberg hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R coming up next we're going to get into the plays for Wednesday night right here on The Look Ahead here on Visa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans and Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM. VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and Sean King, Super Bowl-winning champ, will give you insight you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give you his draft best bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the Masters, the start of the MLB season, and the NFL Draft for only $19 at vcin.com slash spring. Scott Satterberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at scottsonair, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Um, you know, taking a look at the games, the board here for uh, Wednesday. In the NBA, there's a couple of things that I like. Uh, First off, I like the Miami Heat plus the points. I think that without Robert Williams, there's a little bit of an adjustment period for the Celtics defensively. I think Bam Adebayo is going to have a good game inside without Williams there. And the Heat watched their grip on the top spot in the Eastern Conference slip away. This is an opportunity to put a little bit of space between them and the Celtics. The winner of this game will be in the position of the one seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, I think this is very similar to what we saw from the Sixers and the Bucks on Tuesday. And it comes down to the wire. I'm going to take the points with the Heat plus... Like our very own Dave Tooley likes to play, it's the swagger and the anti-swagger play. The Celtics had a six-game winning streak that was snapped. Now we're going to fade them on the game after. And the Heat had a four-game winning streak that they, a four-game losing streak that they snapped. Now we play on them in their next game. They're feeling good about themselves. So I'm going to take the points here with the Miami Heat. I'm also, call me crazy, I'm going to go with the Knicks at home as a small underdog against the Hornets. Knicks have won four straight games, playing really well, feeling good about themselves. The Hornets, they just lost to the Nuggets. Close game, but big loss there. Um, I know the Hornets are the better team. This spread should be higher. And it's the stinky line that I'm going to embrace and go with the Knicks as the home dog here on a line that I think should be higher. The fact that it isn't makes me believe the Knicks are the right side of this game. Hawks at the Thunder. Atlanta is the worst team in the NBA against the spread on the road. The Thunder, meanwhile, are the best, or the second best, excuse me, team against the spread in the NBA. Hawks are going to win this game. Thunder are going to cover. I'll take the 12 points with OKC. And uh, elsewhere... Mm, Grizzlies, Spurs, Spurs need the game desperately. Memphis is just playing on another level right now. Really, really hard to go against this Memphis train as they just continue to win games. So I'll probably go Memphis minus the six, but no real appealing uh, play there for me. Um, That's kind of where I'm feeling on the NBA. Let me run through the rest of the schedule. Mavericks at the Cavs. Uh, Dallas is four-and-a-half-point favorites. Nuggets at the Pacers. Denver, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Magic at the Wizards. Washington, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Timberwolves are at the Raptors. Toronto is a three-point favorite. Kings at the Rockets. Sacramento, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Suns against the Warriors in San Francisco. Phoenix, a six-point favorite. And the Pelicans are at the Blazers. New Orleans, a 13-point favorite. Uh, in Portland against the Blazers. It's a high number, but, man, Portland's just so bad. Uh, Let's take a look at the schedule on the ice. You got the Jets at the Sabres. Winnipeg minus 160, total of six. Rangers at the Red Wings is minus 180, total of six, although I did see six and a half out there. Kings are against the Oilers in Edmonton. Edmonton at home, minus 200. Blues at the Canucks. Vancouver minus 115. 
Sharks at the Coyotes, San Jose minus 150, total of six. And Vegas is in Seattle against the Kraken, uh, Vegas minus 170, total of six. Um, I like the Rangers Red Wings over. I really do. Especially if it's going to be Alexander Georgiev in net for the Rangers. Um, I haven't seen anything be announced yet, but Rangers just played against the Penguins, an important game for their seeding purposes. Uh, Looking at the schedule, Rangers have, after the Red Wings, they will play at home against the Islanders on Sunday, or excuse me, on Friday. Then they got Philadelphia and New Jersey uh, on Sunday and Tuesday before a matchup on Thursday with Pittsburgh at the Garden. So let's just work our way backwards. You want Chesterkin on Thursday against the Penguins, which means you're probably going to sit him in New Jersey on Tuesday so that he's rested for Thursday. You could play him in that game. Uh, You're probably going to play him on Friday at home against the Islanders. And then, I honestly, I think they'd go Shesterkin here. Excuse me, they'd go Georgiev. Although, I, I don't know. Look at the pattern. The pattern has been, especially recently, Georgiev hasn't played without Shesterkin having at least no, no, he did have a three-game stretch there when, oh, when Shesterkin was out. But lately, it's been Shesterkin for two games, then Georgiev for one. Shesterkin for two games, then Georgiev for one. Shesterkin for two games, then Georgiev for one. Now Shesterkin just played here on Tuesday night. I just think second out of a back-to-back, you go with Georgiev as your backup. He played on Sunday. Now he'll play here on Wednesday. You'll go back to Shesterkin against the Islanders on Friday in a matchup between you know him and his uh, protege, if you will, in uh, Ilya Sorokin. So with Georgiev in net, it's an auto play to the over. So I think the Rangers, and, and look, the Red Wings just gave up 11 goals to the Penguins. So give me the over in the Rangers and the Red Wings here on Wednesday. I also think that the Oilers are the play at home here against the Kings. Uh, Edmonton needs the game. Edmonton, uh, pretty good at home this season. They've been very inconsistent as of late. They can score. The Kings, meanwhile, coming off a loss to the Kraken. They've been up and down. It's like they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row now for the LA Kings where they have alternated wins and losses. This team has not put together back-to-back wins in a couple of weeks. It's just been loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. You would think the pattern now shows a win for the Kings against the Oilers. Uh, But this team has lost back-to-back games before that. They lost back-to-back games to the Sharks. Um, I just look at a team, uh, yes, the pattern would say, if you're going win-loss, win-loss, that follow the pattern. To me... That pattern just shows a team that's just inconsistent and not really feeling themselves. Uh, so I like the Oilers at home to pick up a much-needed win for the standings. And Vegas, you want to talk about a much-needed win? Vegas needs this win. You can't call yourself a playoff contender and lose to the second-worst team in the NHL in the Seattle Kraken. I know Vegas is banged up. I know they're not themselves, but they're still in the thick of things for not just the wild card race in the Western Conference, but also in that Pacific Division to finish with the third seed. So they're minus 170 on the road. I know this line's going to go up. It always happens. I talk about games being minus 170 here on the show, and by the time the puck drops, it's over 200. But get in on Vegas now. They're going to win in Seattle against the Kraken. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Uh, coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Nigel, uh, Jeff Seeley, excuse me, uh, golf handicapper at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Brian Geltziler, my old buddy Brian, uh, Sirius XM NBA, uh, NBA TV contributor. He will join the program at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. And then at 9.30, Eddie Olchek 
from uh, you know great NHL on TNT, uh, formerly NHL on NBC. Uh, Eddie O, just a tremendous, uh, um, tremendous hockey analyst. Obviously, I know him well, calling Ranger games and and you know his uh, '94 Stanley Cup champ with the Rangers. Uh, so that is coming up this morning on Follow the Money. You could follow me, Scott Seidenberg, on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. So we, we're going to take the heat plus the four and a half hockey plays, Golden Knights, Oilers, Rangers over. I like the Rangers on the money line too, but especially the over in the Rangers game. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This, this, this. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.